So did I give you a good dinner last night? Mm-hmm. It was very tasty. So, can you name everything I made? Um, no. <laughs> I I know that there were p- potatoes and white beans and that it was pan fried chicken. But I don't remember the names of the beans or the potatoes. Okay. So, the potatoes were sautéed, uh, and then they were baked confit, right? Then I gave you a roast, roasted chicken uh, quarter, leg quarter, and that was with, um, that had smoked paprika, um, butter, clarified butter, not ghee. I did specifically did clarified butter, because sometimes I think ghee just has a weird flavor to things, so I didn't want to do that. Um, and then I panned. Uh, pan seared that so that you had that beautiful crust uh, sitting on it and on the skin. And then I utilized the uh, fat from that to cook your potatoes after I had seared the potatoes. So I gave your, your uh, caramelized your potatoes so they had that beautiful crust to them. Then I put those mm-hmm. slow in the oven so that I let as much of that of that duck fat and butter just soak into them as humanly possible while still keeping them with texture. And then I made basically... Um, the inside <laughs> of what it would basically be for, you know, um, wow, Tia Mary's pupusas. I basically, thank you. I just, I made the inside of basically a pupusa, but I wanted to do it with a white bean and I did it with white bean and cheese. Um, again, smoked paprika, uh, a little fresh kosher salt to that, as well as um, uh, cumin and parsley and then i had fresh parsley on your potatoes and on the beans and then i had a freeze-dried basil on top of your chicken to finish that off and then i drizzled uh the clarified fat afterwards so i think it came out pretty good (laughs) (laughs) i i had two extra little pieces of the potato because i specifically prepped the potatoes they were all the same thickness all within the same size and they would all cook within the same same thing. So I had two left over in case I had messed something up. I would be able to interchange, and I didn't mess anything up on it. So I had those two, and I cut those into. Ha- I cut those in half. So while you guys were up there eating, the girls had those, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> oh." It's like, "What? Make these again, please." And it's like, "Sure." When you when your Mother's Day comes, I'm like, "What?" Yeah, it's like so. So they were definitely like just blown away they were just like wow and and they got to they didn't uh, they didn't get to taste a little of the beans i taste a little of the beans they came out really good i really mm-hmm. liked the way those beans came out i was actually what i think i want to do is i think i want to do that with i want to try garbanzo and go um you know more towards the hummus style of that i think would have even been better so I, mm-hmm. it definitely gave me some ideas on on what to work with um or even if i would have had like uh some glazed yellow squash that i could have uh um, added to it just to break it down. I think it would have ended up being something pretty amazing. So, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's what I did. What else did you get to do for Mother's Day? Um, nothing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> you did call your mom. No, I texted her. Oh, okay. So, and she just said thank you. Well, she's. We had a conversation through text. She said thank you. We talked about uh the weather and what my plans were for the day and she was gonna spend uh the day with my aunt and uh 
one of the family friends, Kayla, and they were all going to make each other uh, different foods. Like, they're going to make different foods together and then all just kind of okay. sit down and uh, relax. So, I hope that was fun for her. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I Nikki, Nikki played Zelda. I sat on the couch <laughs> the whole day. So. Good. Yeah, I just, uh, I knew what I was going to make you. I knew what we had. I knew what was there. I am still going to make you what I originally wanted to make you. And uh, I will <laughs> at some point. So, but, uh, so, but right after this, you got to get ready because you have jury duty. Yippee. <laughs> so, yeah, not not exciting. I know. So, but it is what it is, and hopefully you'll be out today like I was day one. So, you know, it, one of the things that happens is there's a psychological thing to juries, right? And what they want is, like, these people who they know they're guilty or whatever, right? Mm. And they're, you know, the, the realism of it doesn't strike until they see a room full of people and go, oh, these, this is real, right? And then all of a sudden they're wanting to cut a deal, type situation um so that was kind of the power they used leveraging us in there and it's i feel for the people who just didn't show up to jury duty that would have been out in like what was i three hours yeah just yeah. about three hours instead they were just so sick of it they just issued bench warrants for all of them I was like whoa so no games. If you get called for jury duty, show up for jury duty. So, and uh, we'll have to drop you off there in uh, seven. So, because uh, well, no, it's right there. So, but the weather. What the heck? We were re getting ready. We we're trying to. We, there was no chance we were going to get out on the boat. Oh, well, yeah, but you. It's just you haven't been like just home like you've been in and out of home mm -hmm. this is how it is at the beginning of every single warm season we're just this one is just so much later because we got lucky with having the spring but yeah this is this is how it's been <laughs> as soon as it gets warm you have that warm hot and you're like woo, it's warm outside and then mm -hmm. the next month and a half is just off and on you can't really plan much of anything because out of nowhere it'll rain on you and not just like oh we're gonna sprinkle it's gonna storm and pour on you because it's just the the humidity and all the heat you know and on top of that yeah at least the last two years we had a wet enough winter that it was like though spring wasn't super bad but this time around mm -hmm. nope <laughs> it was i remember last year or yeah last year on my birthday uh, was the first real big storm that we had. It was at the end of my birthday, mm -hmm. which was funny because it was clear and sunny and everything all over the place, home and where we were all day on my birthday. And then literally it started to get dark outside and it was partly because the sun was going down and partly because it was getting that cloudy and it stormed. It absolutely poured yeah. around eight thirty, nine 9 o'clock on my birthday last year. So... That's just that's just how it is, I guess. So, yeah, no, it's 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 funny, but yeah, this is the first time you're actually experiencing it, watching yep. it go from 
everything is dry, having to, you know, deal with the, the fact that the cold air is, you know, cracking your skin and your lips and everything is just horrendously no anything anywhere. And yeah, now I've been lotioning like a mad dog, so yeah. And now you can't walk outside without sweating mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just humid. Not even that it's hot. You just walk outside. Yeah, I don't wet. like hot rain. This is not that's like I'm like, ugh. it's it's not hot enough to be a shower. And it's it's rain. So See, it's like, I think that's yeah. so funny. I, I enjoy it like this. I hate the cold rain because I've always wanted to dance around in the rain. And now I'm like, I'm I'm I want to be out there. But I don't like I was mad yesterday because I was like I took a shower in the morning and I didn't want to go out there and play in the rain because <laughs> I took a shower in the morning it's like if I hadn't showered I totally would have but I washed my hair so I wasn't gonna gonna go out there and get rainwater in my hair because I didn't want it to not you know I didn't want to stink because yeah. I have to go to jury duty <laughs> so uh, you know all the all the things That's why you had to stay sober yep. black well, I probably wouldn't have had anything to drink anyways, just because I'm trying to to better my everything because I've been I've just been feeling blech, and not because of anything other than the fact that my diet's just been gross. I haven't been eating anything good, and I it's one of those things that I already know myself, and I already know what you know I have to do to stay uh, relatively healthy in my weight and my energy levels and all of that, and. You know, that's part of the trying to just, be, you know, be up and doing things. But, you know, with the rain, it's been kind of making it impossible. And it's frustrating because when it rains outside, I just want to hang out around and, you know, chill. But then it rains. That's what happens when it rains. And so it's like when it's sunny or at least like just not raining. Rain makes me tired and relaxed. And so it's like even if it's just cloudy, clouds, you know, with no rain just makes me sad. <laughs> because mm-hmm. the rain at least smells nice and it's refreshing and it you know if it's warm and it's raining I don't feel sad like it's just it's warm enough that it still feels like it's daytime without feeling like you know just sad I get seasonal depression <laughs> so uh if it's if it's just cloudy gloomy cold and you know the rain isn't really there it, it makes me makes me sad so I just want to sit around and cuddle up if it's raining and you know I'm I'm all cozy and it's warm outside and it's like at least it's daytime but then I'm just kind of meh all day but then when it's just you know outside is sunny it can be kind of overcast or partly cloudy and it, it, no matter what temperature is outside I'll want to do stuff inside so it's like I'm trying to fight the when it's rain I don't want to do anything because that's like the only other thing that's like pushing me back but I got Just Dance Unlimited, and that's, like, my favorite form of exercise, mm-hmm. and I don't care if the girls absolutely, dis- you know, start to despise dancing around for a workout, but that's kind of where I'm leaning towards, because it's what we do every time it starts to warm up. I don't know what's wrong with winter and us not wanting to play Just Dance in winter, but it's been consistent <laughs> for the past two years. That yeah. The war- the colder months come around, and we want nothing to do with it, despite it being, like, the perfect temperature downstairs to, you know, dance around and not get sweaty, but it gets hot down there and for some reason i say let's strip down into tank tops and shorts and dance around and get sweaty and hotter for some reason <laughs> so and y'all do. i mean but yeah so it's like i don't i don't know why that that's what happens but no we played just dance for anna's birthday and i was like oh my gosh we need to do this more often especially now because tabby's trying and it was fun when tabby was actually actually doing the moves she was kicking butt <laughs> actually doing the moves mm-hmm. so you know i'm just I'm looking at bettering my my diet because I already know for me 
as long as I am up and doing stuff, I play Just Dance pretty regularly, and I'm just, you know, hauling things around in the backyard and walking around up and down the stairs, you know, 20, 30 times a day doing stuff. Yep. And then I, you know, as long as I'm sticking to my, you know, pretty much I only ever need to eat two meals a day. And it's hard because I have to take a step back in the mornings and let Nikki cook because that was the only reason I wasn't eating breakfast was because I wasn't dealing with breakfast breakfast food which is why when you started saying all that I can't cook because if I cook I want to eat I understand that (laughs) because that's how I am too Mm -hmm. if I make the girls breakfast I go well I have to taste it and once you taste it for anybody that doesn't know once once you give yourself that your body reacts with insulin of any kind to you eating that's it you've broken a fast so you're fast you automatically fast if you don't you know if you sleep through the whole night you don't eat midnight snacks you're fasting as soon as you go to bed or you stop eating your dinner or your you know snack before bed or your dessert or whatever it is until you eat breakfast the next day you are on a fast Mm -hmm. so if you don't eat breakfast until 12 and you do all your things in the morning like i did i was maintaining a very healthy weight and then i stopped and i started eating breakfast in the morning because i was making the girls breakfast when nikki and i were swapping back and forth and now Mm -hmm. it's like we're both getting up in the morning and i have to force myself to stop making breakfast (laughs) and just tell her what to make because yeah i i keep still making breakfast and then i oh I want to, you know, I made pancakes or, oh, you know, I made eggs and I have to know what it tastes like. I can't just give it to them. Oh, well, I made them <laughs> rice and beans. Well, and like, oops, I'm going to take one <laughs> bite. I might as well have a whole breakfast because exactly. that one bite still causes the insulin spike. Exactly. And, yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. And, and I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm struggling because I, I've now know that even those zero calorie drink packets are causing an insulin spike for me, but I can't drink our water. Uh-huh. And I can't afford to go out and buy five gallons of water every freaking day. I'm not going to spend $150 a month on water right now. It's like it's I mean, I'll spend $150 a month on water <laughs> if I have to. But but I mean, that's like the only way that happens. And I'm like, did the green tea hide like the green tea with the lemon hide it enough? No, no. I kept getting the, the algae back back taste on it. So. But yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this bloom and and they just raised the water prices. So I just saw our city bill and I'm like, oh, my gosh, when we have to I'm about to have like a sand front yard. That's all I can say. I'm like, it's a looking at different water features because this is kind of ridiculous. So but anyways, with that. Good morning and welcome to the morning grind of the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. So w- today we're going to have a couple of national days, I assume. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also want to just say that um, thank you so much. We our numbers are going up again. We're we're getting back up there and I'm pretty happy about that. Um, if you noticed that we suddenly weren't on showing up on your feed. I apologize because we found out, especially for those, uh, looks like mostly it was um, on our, um, the way that our feed was set up, it was kicking it back through Europe. So we got a bunch of new European listeners. So <laughs> thank you and welcome everybody. Because um, the numbers just went crazy out there. Um, but in return, it wasn't giving us our uh, U.S. listeners. But we used to just have a couple of spots in Europe, and now for the size and density, it's really good, but it doesn't work on our metrics, so we had no idea what was going on. We just looked, and all of a sudden, our numbers were gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did it drop? It looked like it dropped down to like two, right? Or yeah, something. well, we went to having like a couple, a couple hundred people listening to our podcast mm-hmm. 
like our morning and our afternoon like a couple hundred for each right so around 500 listeners a day to having literally three or four Mm -hmm. and i was like that makes zero sense something is very wrong because that it just dropped out of it was literally one day like we start we were at 500 and then we dropped down to like 450 and then we dropped down to 400 and then Adam no- that was it it was just two or three mm-hmm. and, and I was like that what <laughs> what did we do <laughs> and one of the RSS services that we were using for whatever reason created a secondary account for us under a GMP and just ignored our US so it just killed our US market and I was like well, I know where all my marketing's coming, <laughs> which which one of my results is is working. So yeah, so uh, now we're up to just so you know, we're about to hit the three hundred thousand download mark, mm-hmm. which is just very exciting to me. And uh, so yeah, so just thank you everybody. And if we disappear for a little bit, go back <laughs> into our previouses and catch up. We apologize. We really have been doing you know ten a week. So we we've been we've been going really solid to it so definitely appreciate everybody here and and for our spotify people as we're closing in on you know a milestone on our followers we're we're very happy about that and listeners just thank you guys so much we're, we're within five of uh, our listeners a new uh, milestone goal so that's pretty exciting so with all that said so what's our uh, what's our first national day today um the first one is bring flowers to someone day so April showers means May 15th is bring flowers to someone day to celebrate why giving flowers plays a significant role in kindness. Flowers are one of nature's most beautiful gifts. Bring flowers to someone day is the perfect way to give the gift of love and kindness to those around you. Whether you give flowers to show sympathy or give them just because the simple act of giving flowers brings joy to the recipient. The act of giving flowers has been accustomed, uh, accustomed dating back ancient times. History documents uh, flowers is an important part of the social customs of Chinese, Egyptian, Greek, and Roman cultures. In fact, Greek mythology contains references of giving flowers relating to gods and goddesses. During the Middle Ages, the English and French said there was meaning behind flowers that determined when a flower given. In the 1950s, American archaeologist Ralph Selecki, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume, and his team found evidence of giving flowers. I believe it's Selecki. Okay. Anyway, it's fine. During an excavation in Iraq, Kurdistan? Kurdistan? Kurdistan. 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 You said it right the first time. Okay. Close to. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. The team found remains of Neanderthals 200,000 years ago. One of the sites showed evidence of flowers embedded in in the burial site. Though the ex- expedition remains under question today, the dig does, in fact, prove flowers have been a part of the burial process for ages. The Victorian era seems to be the beginning of giving flowers as a demonstration of feelings. During this time, it was not customary for people to show their emotions or feelings. In fact, portraying emotions was bad manners. However, giving flowers is a way to express feelings about a person or situation. In addition, there were rules attached to flower giving. For, d- for instance... If someone gave a bouquet of roses to another and presented them upside down, the receiver would assume the flowers were given out of anger. What is floriography? In technical terms, floriography is the language of flowers. For centuries, cultures have said flowers tell a story based on the meaning of the flower. Each flower carries a special meaning with certain symbolism behind the flower. Today, florists use floriography when designing flowers for any occasion to ensure the flowers chosen have significant meaning in the arrangement. So uh, here are 10 of the examples of that. Okay. 
baby's breath means everlasting love white carnations incense and purity yellow carnations sadness or gloom uh calla lilies beauty daisies loyalty gardenias secret love magnolias lover of nature uh peonies happy sunflowers adoring and yellow tulips bright smile so why do people get flowers people get flowers for different reasons because giving flowers is a universal way to express love support and sympathy many give them on special occasions such as a birthday or for mother's day others uh, other people present them as an arrangement for a funeral showing sympathy whether you give flowers for love sympathy an apology or as sympathy flowers lift spirits and spread happiness and last week, one of the things that we did, um, we found the puffball mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And then I took you around so that you could go pick as many wildflowers as you wanted until your heart was content, right? <laughs> yeah. So. I, I, made a, I made a bouquet for the house. Mm-hmm. And it's finally starting to not be a beautiful bouquet anymore. <laughs> so, Well, with all this rain, oh my gosh, the puffballs are going to go nuts. So we found puffballs that aren't, that aren't supposed to be there, but mm-hmm. they are and they're they're there. And so we're like, OK. And so, yeah, we were we got a slurry up and everything. So it was, it's kind of crazy. But, yeah, I am. Uh, I always love free and I always and honestly, the flowers that are out here. Look, people, if you think Texas is is desert and sand and, you know, cacti. Let me just tell you, there are no naturally occurring cacti, cactuses, whatever you want to call them, where we are. We have just fields and fields of the most vibrant colors I've ever seen. I never saw colors like this in California, Mm-mm. ever. Like, we see poppies everywhere yeah. in California. And then those roadside, uh, um, the little roadside uh, sunflowers, that was about it. And but even out then, here. the roadside sunflowers weren't like they are out here. Mm-hmm. So, no, it, it, out here it's just gorgeous. Yeah. And because we've had a longer spring, like, it's it still amazes me when we drive literally anywhere. I'm just staring at all of the greenery. Mm-hmm. Because I, specifically this year, like, absolutely trained my brain to remember certain places that we would drive, mm-hmm. to remember how far into the forest or anything we were passing by I could see into, how you know, barren everything was and how colorless yeah. everything was. Sorry about that. So that I could re- I could see the comparison in my head. So like I literally forced myself to like remember <laughs> the same kind of area. And mm-hmm. like I'm kind of mad because now I'm like I wish that I would have taken video of us like driving down, especially like when we drive to Jacksonville. And just go when we're going yeah. through all those trees because it's just so bare. It's so colorless. Mm-hmm. And then we get that first spring rain and that first, you know, spout of 75 degree days and everything just blooms. And it's so pretty. And because everything's new again, it's all these. There's so many different shades of green. I have never mm-hmm. seen so many shades of green in my life before moving out here. So it's just yeah, same thing for those wildflowers. It's they they've been here for months instead of for a month and then dying off. Mm-hmm. They're still here because it's just we're still getting rains and eighty five degree days. You know that's warm, but it's not it's not ninety five yet. So yeah. the flowers haven't died, and it's just I I like I just can't fathom <laughs> how beautiful it is out here. 
So no, it is. It's absolutely. Uh, it it's so much more than I thought. Like I'm sorry, Sacramento. Psh, no, there's nothing. No, nothing. Com- comparably, we are we are a peacock among chickens. <laughs> is is what it honestly feels like? Because this is just I I had I mean. We loved being out here. It's rolling mountains. We have rolling hills out mm-hmm. here. It's not mountains. They're rolling hills out here that we that we can drive in. We're on top of a hill, so we don't flood. <laughs> you know, it's like we. I can't express it, but we have evergreens and well, look. We have pine trees, dogwood trees, which I didn't know anything about dogwood trees before we came here. Mm-hmm. Um, next to our pecan trees. And and these things grow wild out here, mm-hmm. and it's like holy crud. There's so many and oaks and, and like big old trees. There's so much old growth out here. It's incredible yep. to us. And it's like and then just the flowers. And I just sit out there and I stare at it and I think, wow, I don't have enough allergy medicine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's our next day? It is the International Day of Families. So, the International Day of Families is observed on the 15th of May every year. The International Day of Families provides an opportunity to promote awareness of issues relating to families and to increase knowledge of the social, economic, and demographic processes affecting them. It has inspired a series of awareness-raising events, including National Family Days. In many countries, this day is an opportunity to highlight different areas of interest and importance to families. So... To celebrate International Day of Families, invite your family to work together on a project. Decide together what should uh, be that project, the timeline, and details. Celebrate your family with your family trivia. Um, And here are a couple of questions that you can use in order to do it. How many generations are in our family, alive, and well today? Who is the longest living family member with us today? Uh, Who is the newest family member here today? Who are the newest newlyweds? How many states does our family live in? Who recently retired? And how many military members are in the family? And so on and so forth. I have so much family. I could never do this. <laughs> it's just not fathomable in the world that I'm living in right now and the way that my family is. But I think it's it's always amazed me when I see people that have like their all them and all of their family like live in the same area mm-hmm. because it happens a lot more here where it, like people like have family plots of land mm-hmm. and it's like oh yeah no we live on you know this is our address. But, you know, we live in this house and over there, that's, you know, my mom's house and over there, that's my aunt's house with their two kids. And, then you know, their oldest kid lives right there. And it's like, oh, my God, like y'all just all live right <laughs> on the same plot of land. Like, that's kind of crazy. But at the same time, it's amazing because it's like, you know, if you if you're a good, t- close, tight knit family and you all love each other, like that's amazing. If you're not a good, close, tight knit family and you all hate each other, then obviously it's the opposite. And that's like it just either. And way, there's both out here. Yeah. It's that's, just that's so what blows me away about it. They're both out here. Yep. It's just it's so weird to me because, yeah, we had family get togethers and like, you know, for birthday parties, we'd come get together. Fourth of July parties, you know, Christmas Eve dinner we would have like we had we had things that people would come over, mm-hmm. but it was never all of us like every single one of us over at the same time. Nope, that didn't happen. That was yeah. not feasible there are too many of us if we brought every single because part of it is is that my family is very much if you if i say your family your family we don't have to be related by blood to be family Mm -hmm. so there's just 
way too many people to try to put every single one of us in one singular house. I mean, now it's like I totally have the space for that. But now I live in Texas, <laughs> so it's not exactly like I have the money to fly them all out here to have mm-hmm. all this time. And it's not like all of them would fly all the way out here. So it's just, you know, it's just weird. Like people that just have these families that they, you know, they either all live like next door to each other or it's like they all live in the same area Mm -hmm. and they can go yeah no let me just call my cousin real quick they can come pick me up like your cousin (laughs) my cousin is 45 minutes away from me what do you mean you're just gonna call your cousin real quick like i've never been that's just that's a foreign concept to me yep (laughs) and i also don't even know all of my family so it's yeah there it's just impossible i think this is a really cool day but i i couldn't Yeah, no, I mean, like, well, for me, my family, like, the the Zeleny side of the family, which, you know, they, again, I was the out, outcast of the family, and that's that's fine. Um, it's not. It hurts. But still, um, they went, they, the Zelenys owned Calusa. Like, seriously, everything in Calusa was owned by the Zelenys in one way or another. And so it was like... Okay, I you know I hopefully will be able to do that someday. <laughs> but you know, they were they went they all went from Calusa to in one fell swoop inside of one year all went to Santa Rosa. Okay. So like literally 3 hours away they just all moved. All of them just all went whoop whoop drop. Then that was it and they were just suddenly all in Calusa. That was I was blown away by that. I was like I mean they were all just left Calusa, and I was like, "Nobody's in Calusa. Nobody." That's weird. None of the cousins. None of the cousins. None of the second cousins. None of the second cousins. All of them. Santa Rosa. Wump. Just dropped there, and okay. I was just like, "Never had never like most people." When I tell them that they're like, "Man, I've never even seen this." Like, yeah, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about like forty people got up and just bam, just moved twelve families. No problem. So it's crazy. But, you know, birds of a feather. And I guess that was just the thing they decided to do. (laughs) So anyway, with that, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. And that would be superpodcastoneverything.com. Until we see you this afternoon on the afternoon dive. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.